This is Fair Issues on the Mormon Faircast. This week's article is entitled, Keeping the Faith, Mapping Book of Mormon Lands by Michael R. Ash, read by Ned Scarsbrick. This and other articles by Michael Ash can be found at DeseretNews.com. This article was used by permission of the author and the Deseret News. One of the biggest thorns in the side of Mesoamerican theory for Book of Mormon geography has been the seeming mismatch of cardinal directions and the layout of Central America. While Book of Mormon lands are said to be in the north and south, with seas in all four directions, this is not what we intuitively see in a map of Mesoamerica, which runs somewhat diagonally from northwest to southeast. Scholars immediately recognized, however, that the problem was likely not the fault of the Mesoamerican model or the Book of Mormon, but rather a problem with how modern people orient directions and then impose that understanding on ancient or foreign cultures. Systems for labeling directions in ancient times varied by thousands of different schemes and were often arbitrary systems designed by individual groups to deal with their unique geographical and linguistic situations. The Maya, for instance, conceived north as up, as up toward the sky, which makes translation difficult to a world that sees north as the top of a map. We also have the example of an ancient Mayan map that oriented east rather than north at the top of the map. As Dr. Lawrence Polson points out, in most ancient languages, the word or words translated in English as east nearly always refer to the rising of the sun, while west refers to the setting of the sun. The concept of direction in ancient cultures was centered on the movement of the sun, in particular its movements relative to the individual's location. This is egocentric, or person-controlled, rather than a geocentric, or earth-centered, view of direction. In other words, it is based on personal orientation rather than on contemporary global map orientation. Ancient maps typically depicted this personal view of geography and directions. Generally, they were graphical drawings with lines connecting distant locations. Little thought was given to scale. Secondly, ancient societies didn't understand many of the directional concepts the same way we do today. When we hear up or down in regards to directions, for example, we think of up and down on a map, or north and south. To someone of an ancient culture, however, this would be up or down a hill or mountain, while east would refer to the direction of sunrise and west to sunset. In Mesoamerica, north would typically refer to the direction to the right of sunrise, while south would denote the direction left of sunrise. The right, north-left, south is opposite of what we might expect, but the orientation was based on the sun's path from rise to set. In other words, if you faced west, north would be to the right of sunrise, or behind you. East and west were delineated by relatively narrow angles. They ranged from the point where the sun rose and set with the winter equinox to the spring equinox. 
North and south, however, were all of the vectors to the right and left of sunrise, so they consisted of a much wider coverage of directional vectors. Before you continue listening to this podcast, you may want to consider printing out the directional vectors to aid in understanding the concepts that follow. Please see the original article in the Deseret News that is listed in the show notes of this podcast, and then click on the link for the diagram. Modern cultures understand cardinal directions as four quadrants, like a plus sign that divides a square into four equal sections of direction. The Mesoamerican conceptual universe, however, was more like a squished X, or an X connecting the corners of a rectangle. In the X, the right, east, and the left, west, sections take up a smaller slice of the pie than the wider wedges given to the north and south sections of the X division. While a square divided by a plus sign yields an equal 25% for all four directions, the squished X in a rectangle yields an east and a west with 13% of the total number of directional vectors for each direction, and a north and south with 37% each. Lands that we might locate in the east or west, for instance, would be in the north or south based on ancient Mesoamerican directions. Some ancient inscriptions, for example, refer to Teotihuacan rulers as the Western Lords. Directly west of the inscriptions, however, lay the Pacific Ocean. Teotihuacan was actually to the north-northwest. When we examine Book of Mormon directions, we find a pattern that fits amazingly well with a Mesoamerican understanding of directions. Polson points out that there are 378 Book of Mormon references to direction. 19% of those references denote east or eastward directions, 16% west or westward, while 39% reference north or northward directions and 27% south or southward. Other than the slight undersampling of south directions, which is likely based on the fact that the south was mostly Lamanite territory and would likely demand fewer references in a book written by Nephites, the percentages match what we would expect to find in a Mesoamerican directional concept. When we overlay the Mesoamerican directional concept on Central America, we find that the upper part of the Isthmus of Tehuantepec really is in the north, while the lower part is really in the south. Plus, we find that there are seas north, east, south, and west, and the Nephites are surrounded by water like an isle of the sea. 2 Nephi chapter 10, verse 20. Understanding the way that the ancient Mesoamericans understood directions not only strengthens the theory of the Book of Mormon events took place in Central America, but it also supports the claim that the Nephite scripture is based on an authentic ancient text. If you like this podcast, you can help promote it by subscribing to it in iTunes or by rating it and writing a review. Post a link on your blog and Facebook page and tell your friends about us. 
questions or comments about this episode can be sent to podcast at fairlds.org or join the conversation at fairblog.org. Michael Ash is the author of the book Shaken Faith Syndrome, Strengthening One's Testimony in the Face of Criticism and Doubt, as well as the book Of Faith and Reason, 80 Evidences Supporting the Prophet Joseph Smith. Both books are available for purchase online through the Fair Bookstore. Music for this episode was provided courtesy of Lawrence Green. The opinions expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the views of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or that of Fair Mormon. Mormon.